if they have signed prohibiting weapons, nobody can carry them regardless, other than you know police, of course. Um, but even without fines, uh, even with a license, it has to be concealed. You can't walk around uh, with a, a firearm, even in a holster, in plain view on the campus of uh, Navarro College. Um, and I don't know if they have signage out, but if they put signs out prohibiting it, you can't even do that. So, and then there's some people who are prohibited, obviously convicted felons, but also anybody who, within the past five years, has been convicted for assault, deadly conduct, terroristic threat, or any sort of disorderly conduct that involved a firearm. And that's not an exhaustive list, but that's kind of the short list of um, uh, exceptions to this general rule that one can now carry a firearm in public without a license. And so, uh, Mr. Thompson, I really, uh, uh, really appreciate you really giving us a clear understanding about, you know, where you cannot carry a weapon. Because, you know, like you said, it's, uh, you know, saying that, you know, September 1st, you know, you were really allowed to carry. There's still rules in place where you still cannot carry. So those that are listening, you just have to understand, um, do, you know, do your research and, you know, lead up on, you know, because otherwise you don't want to get caught up, oh, you're, you're carrying a weapon in these prohibited places. And so, Chief Johnson, what are, you know, what are some, what are some safety, um, uh, safety comments you want to make? And are the police officers out in the field, are they worried about this particular law? Is there anything that we need, you need to be telling the, you know, the, the general public? you know, what not to do, especially if you're getting pulled over, you know, just give us some um, pointers on what we need to do if we're, we're going to choose to carry. Well, first of all, you know, I think you have to understand that, that you've known me for a long time. I'm a huge Second Amendment supporter and a big fan of the license to carry um, laws as well. Um, what is concerning to myself as well as my colleagues um you know, this is something we've discussed over the, the course of this past year, ever since this legislation was introduced. And, uh, you know, it, it went through several revisions um, before it got passed, the House bill. And the main thing that, that we were worried about is you have people who only thing they, they hear is that I can carry a weapon now. And as District Attorney Thompson had pointed out, there's a lot more to that law. As an officer, obviously, I'm a little bit concerned, even though, you know, there there's things in place to prevent, by law, certain people from carrying the weapon. Our biggest concern are two things. The, the safety, um, when somebody undergoes the license to carry class, they invest a you know, pretty good bit of time during that course talking about safety. Safety in reference to the firearm, knowing your firearm, knowing what that firearm does. Uh, how to safely handle that firearm, also how to safely store it. One of the biggest uh, things that is stolen, even in, in every town, um, on burglary motor vehicles, vehicles that leave the doors unlocked, the windows down, is handguns. Uh, we run across that on a regular basis. And so now you have people that go and, you know, a lot of them are, are teenagers that, that will go inside of a car and they find a firearm. Now they're armed teenagers. And obviously, that's a huge concern with us. The, the second thing, besides the safety portion, is understanding the the law, and that's something that that myself and the district attorney um, has spoken about on many occasions. Um, 
understanding the law of self-defense, that defense to prosecution that I was defending myself or a third person from serious bodily injury or death. A lot of people have a very um, uh, bad interpretation of what that is and when they can use it. Um, you know, a, a good example of this would be uh, if somebody broke into my house, I came out of the bedroom, confronted them, they took off running, I chased them a block away and utilized the handgun for self-defense. Well, that's not self-defense. You're going to find yourself indicted at that point. And that is something that has happened here before um, in Corsicana is the person did not understand what self-defense was. So we have a very big concern in reference to that as well because I know responsible people, responsible people will do the due diligence and study up on this and ask questions. But the professionals did not have a chance to educate the public because the safety course, although it is um, recommended, it's not required by this law. And that is something that I see as a flaw in this new law that we're concerned about. Now, obviously, our officers are always on the alert for any type of, of weapons. Uh, what we're kind of hamstrung on with this, you know, with license to carry, they have to announce that they're carrying. Um, and they have never been a problem, license to carry uh, holders uh, with mm -hmm. audio police departments across the nation. That's worked out pretty good. Um, but with this law, uh, you know, a person can be carrying a weapon if they're not under that obligation. Now, we can still disarm the person if we have um, a reason to. If we're concerned for our safety or the safety of others, what we investigate. Uh, the situation. But, uh, you know, we are a little bit concerned about that. Obviously, this is a new law. We really don't know what to expect. I know there's going to be some hiccups and bumps as we go. Um, but that's, that's our biggest concern at this point. And, and we're just going to have to let the data kind of guide us. So, Chief Johnson, what about the business owner? Um, you know, you talk about the different signages. Is there another sign that, that the business owners will have to um, display? As you know, the government loves forms and signs, right? And uh, we've all seen the 30-yacht thick signs around town in places that we went into, um, which makes it illegal to enter that establishment with a concealed carry weapon. Uh, if you have a license to carry and you carry it concealed, they may not allow that in, and you have to abide by that because every private business has the right to decide whether or not they want you inside of their, their building, inside of their business, uh, with a weapon. And so if you have a weapon that is concealed and your license carried, you'll have a 30-06 sign. That means you can't enter. There's the 30-06 sign. We have seen that. That means that you cannot enter if you're a license carrier holder with a displayed firearm, having your holder on the outside of your shirt. Now, there's a new sign out. It's really not a new sign, but uh, the way the law was written before, you had a 30-06 sign which barred people that would walk in with a rifle. And we've seen that on the news a few times where somebody would walk into an Applebee's wherever carrying an AR-15, not in a threatening manner that may have it over their shoulder, and uh, they walk in and eat dinner. And um, this, with this new law, the 30 alt 5 sign will now be any non-license holder that walks in with a firearm. If that is posted, you cannot do that. You can't come in whether you're a license holder or unlicensed holder, if they have all three of those signs up. Now, with the license to carry, um, 
they will give you a chance. Post place will give you a chance to leave, um, and 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 if you leave, it's, it's no problem. One thing that was left out of the thirty off five signs was that caveat: they can still file on you a class A misdemeanor. Some in some, I believe it's a third degree felony. Um, on some, it's called the savings clause, um, which they don't have to give you a chance to leave, even if you walk in. And you go, oh wait, I forgot I was I was carrying. You turn around and walk out, they still follow you. Oh wow! So that's the important wow. to yourself and make sure that you have the correct information from a reputable source. And my fear is that people would turn to social media to get the answers instead of a reputable source. Yeah. So and, Chief Johnson, or Chief Johnson, or you know, even District Attorney uh, Thompson. So if somebody wants to get the the, the correct information. What are some resources where they can get that information? Because like you said, we don't want to rely on social media. We want to make sure that we get all the right information from the right resources. So where can they go? My recommendation is to still go to a safety course, even though it's not required uh, by this law. I would highly recommend that because the safety course, again, is going to cover how to carry a weapon safely as well as when to use it, when not to use it, what the criminal and civil liabilities are. So they'll break down uh, the law in a very simplistic way uh, to understand. Now, the state of Texas will also have uh, links to go to. If you go to the state of Texas and put in um, constitutional carry, and there'll be several links that will carry you to reputable sources, um, as well as most of your major um, online gun dealers will have links to uh, this as well. Okay. Well, uh, so is there anything else that you want to make sure that the, that the listening audience knows before we, um, uh, before we end this podcast? Is there anything you, you, you just definitely want to make sure that everybody is aware of um, regarding this particular law? Barbara, we're going to try to put something together and disseminate as uh, a, a summary of the effects of, of this law and, we can share that with uh, the papers and, and on our uh, Facebook page. Um, I think my concern, and I've talked some with Chief Johnson about this, is sort of the intersection of, you know, as Chief Johnson mentioned, one of the things that's, that they put into this law is the police have authority to disarm a person if they have a reason to believe that they present a threat to themselves, to the officer, or to a third person, um, and I'm concerned about the, the the intersection of that and the misperception about what the self-defense laws mean. And I'll tell you that you know lawyers and judges argue all the time about the intricacies of you know what is or isn't self-defense. But uh, Chief Johnson mentioned one scenario we had. We had another scenario where uh, an individual saw someone towing away their car, jumped in another car, chased them, fired a gun at them, and it turns out that they were repossessing the car uh, legally. Uh, That is not self-defense. And so that is our concern, is that we'll have a situation where somebody has misinformation about this law and what it allows them to do, and then when they're confronted and told they're doing something that is in violation, um they've got the gun right in their hand or on their hip and, and they want to, you know, have, have the debate, well, you know, with the, the weapon as opposed to uh, getting the right information. That's, 
that's really the, the concern, the, the nightmare scenario that we have. Um, well, well, gentlemen, I really do appreciate you taking out the time of your busy schedule to um, be on the Canada Speaks podcast because this is very important uh, to have a discussion about. And so if anybody out there has any questions, I'm sure that you can uh, call uh, Chief Johnson's office and he can answer any questions you may have. And like uh, District Attorney Thompson said, they'll be putting out some information out to the general public with, with clear understanding, hope that uh, it's some knowledge to help uh, us to get an understanding about this particular law. So um, just stay tuned for that. But um, thank you again, uh, Chief Johnson and District Attorney Thompson, for being on the Canada Speaks podcast and continue just to stay safe. It's always okay. Well, thank you. And, and thank you again to my listening audience for always supporting the Canada Speaks podcast. Have a great weekend and have a good afternoon. Thank you.